Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Reverend Lewis coming at you one more time. The pain fighter himself doing another message. Today's message we're going to go into is what spirit is dealing with you? The spirit of God or the spirit of Satan? Now, a lot of times we tend to not know the difference only because a lot of times you get it where Satan will try to tell you things that will make it sound like that, that he's of God. If you look in the Bible, you talk to Jesus. I mean, you see how Satan was talking to Jesus and he tried to make it seem like he was for him. You look at uh, like uh, James and John when the spirit of when the spirit of Satan had entered into them and Jesus had to turn and rebuke them. You know, they made it seem like, you know, they 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 the, the way that they sounded, they made it seem like they were for Jesus. They were saying, you know, yeah, let us come in fire, come down and rain on the people for their unbelief and all these other kinds of things. You know, Paul, Peter was telling Christ, don't go to the cross. These things sounded good. But were they in Christ's best interest? Not at all. Why weren't they in Christ's best interest? Because they went against what he came to do. They went against the things that he wanted to do, that he had to come here to do to fulfill the will of God. See, a lot of times uh, we go through things, we do things, we go about our daily lives trying to get things done or trying to fight things off. And 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 we hear that little voice come to us that says, oh, it's OK. It'll be all right. The Lord understands. The Lord knows your heart. The Lord will forgive you. You got to understand. Stick with the word of God at all times, you know. Uh, when when you stick with the word of God, you can't go wrong. If the word of God told you not to do it, don't do it. If the word of God told you to do it, do it. You know, and if somebody comes and questions you, say, well, you know, this is what the word says. Now, it's one thing if you do something out of a lack of understanding, which is why it's always good to constantly stay in the knowledge of God. In the, you know, get somebody who can teach you, who has the knowledge and wisdom and who's directly tied into the spirit of God. So that then this way you can be taught the fullness of God so that you can be taught the fullness of how to deal with Satan. So that you can be taught the fullness of distinguishing between God's voice and Satan's voice. You get what I'm saying? Because because what happens is we go about our own way of doing things. And it's like the Bible said, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. Now, what happens a lot of times is we take that frame of mind that I'll do it this way uh, or I'll do it that way when the Bible told us not to do it that way or told us to do it a certain way. But we figure, OK, well, I can err off on these instructions because of this or that. If you look through the Bible. There's a lot of times where people did things and it wasn't big things that caused God to separate from them. It wasn't big things that caused God to bring judgment on. It wasn't big things that caused them to be separated from the spirit of God. It was small things. They didn't follow the smallest of instructions and they wound up getting in trouble for it. You got to be careful because see, when the spirit of Satan is dealing with you, he isn't always going to try to deal with you in the big things. Sometimes he'll try to deal with you in the small things, the smallest of things. Well, I can do it this way. I can you know, I can, well, if I don't do this, you know, like for instance, you get it where, uh, 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 like, let's say, for example, you're the kind of person faithful in church, right? Okay. Now with you being faithful in church, you don't miss a day. You're always on time, but something happens one day and see, like the Bible says, you give Satan an, uh, an inch, he'll take a mile. 
You get what I'm saying? So here it is. Satan will come to you like, well, you know, you don't feel good today. You know, you're really hurting today. This and that's going on. Why don't you just, you know, well, you know, they'll understand if you have to be late for church today. You know, you give into that, you know, okay, well, here it is. Normally you're always on time, you know, and now here it is, you know, you gave a little, you gave in a little, you're a couple of minutes late, a couple of minutes turns into a half an hour, half an hour turns into an hour. You know what I'm saying? An hour turns into a couple of hours. And the next thing you know, you're not in church at all. You get what I'm saying? You know, you get some people that are faithful in church and it's like, oh, well, you don't feel well, stay home. And that one day that they stay home, man, you know, it felt good. And then the next time they're like, you know, well, you know, you don't feel well again. Next thing you know, you find out where it's like every time it's time to go to church, you don't feel well. Well, you fight through that. Let's say you go ahead and you break through that. Then next thing you know, your feelings just start to conjure up or life circumstances and situations start to come up, you know. And then next thing you know, now you're missing church on a regular basis. And it gets to the point where it was because you weren't feeling well. Now it's just because just because you get what i'm saying there really is no reason you're just missing church because you didn't got caught off in that habit of doing it you get what i'm saying but the reason why that happens is because we wind up ignoring the spirit of god we wind up ignoring the spirit of god that's dealing with us because normally satan is going to come to us according to our convenience he's going to come to us according to what we want or how we feel especially at that moment if you're really emotional at that time, and when I say emotional, it doesn't necessarily mean depressed. You can be very angry at the time. You could be very tired at that time. You could be hell. It could be that you're extremely hungry at the time. Whatever, you know, whatever it is going on with you at that time, Satan is going to come and amplify that. Notice how he did with Jesus. Jesus fasted for 40 days. It was the first thing that he did, focused in on him needing to eat. You get what I'm saying? And he did this to try to help, to try to get Satan, I mean, try to get Jesus Christ to break his fast. He did this to try to get Jesus Christ just to listen to him, just to, just to, just to give him just a little bit. And if Jesus Christ would have, he wouldn't have been able to die for our sins. Do you get what I'm saying? When you got the spirit of God and the spirit of Satan dealing with you, there's a struggle. There's going to, I don't care if you're a sinner or a saint, it doesn't matter. There's a struggle for your soul. Now, here's the thing. It depends on who you're yielding to. Like the Bible says, that whom you yield to, that whom you become, that's what you become a servant of. You know, you yield on the sin and you're, you know, hey, but, you know, look at the benefits of it. That you might be able to enjoy everything that you're doing now. You might be able to enjoy everything that you're doing today. But what about tomorrow? But you look at those that are truly saved and living the word of God and striving to do right in the eyesight of God. Yeah, we're kind of suffering today. But if you look at our tomorrow, it's much brighter. Our tomorrow is something to look forward to. We don't live for today. Us as Christians don't live for today. We live for tomorrow. That's what our hope. Our hope is in tomorrow. Sinners hopes are in today. You get what I'm saying? And that's what Satan is going to cater to, especially in Christians. See, he doesn't necessarily have to cater to uh, 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 sinners in that way, only because he already has the sinners. That's not to say that the forces of good and evil are not struggling over them, but that is to say that it's not struggling over them as much as it is a Christian. And here's the reason why. Satan is going to always deal with somebody who is saved uh, on a much higher, heavier level. And the reason why is because he's trying to redeem that soul back. 
The reason why is he's trying to confuse that person that's saved. The reason why is he's trying to air that person off and get him to go in the wrong direction. The reason why is because he's trying to make it to where that person starts to go off of their own mind, their own understanding, and then they wind up developing their own righteousness. You get what I'm saying? See, that's one big thing that a lot of people that are saved have to be careful of. Developing your own righteousness. Justifying yourself. Making excuses. These are three major components that are deadly to anyone that is serving God. Because if you develop your own righteousness, God might wind up giving you over to a reprobate mind. If you justify yourself all the time, God may give you over to a reprobate mind. If you wind up making a bunch of excuses, then God may not give you over to a reprobate mind for your excuses. You show as a failure in God and Satan is going to constantly always get the advantage over you to make you have more excuses. You get what I'm saying? If, 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 if there was, if Jesus Christ had nothing but excuses, how would he ever made it to the cross? If Paul had nothing but excuses, would he ever have made it to the cross? No. It took these men constant dedication and hard work and, and doing the job that was set before them, hands down, no matter what. Jesus Christ had to go to the cross and he had to bear and, 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 and deal with many different things. Paul, Apostle Paul, had to deal with so many things. He said he was shipwrecked, he was beaten, he was stoned, and all of this stuff he had to go through. This is the reason why Jesus Christ had asked the disciples, James and John, he was like, can you drink the cup that I drink of? Because we will have to go through a lot, but if we hold out to the end, our reward is great. You see, this is one of the reasons why it's so important to be taught the right way. Because what happens is if you're not taught the right way, then you wind up getting taught the wrong way, which basically you're being deceived. Whether the, the whether the person that's teaching you knows it or doesn't know it, they're deceiving you. And here's the reason why I say they're deceiving you, whether they know it or whether they don't know it, because you get it where if they're not teaching you to the fullest and they're teaching you some way that goes against the word of God, they may not know that they're deceiving you, but does Satan know? Yeah. Well, then you ask the question, well, what about people who are, you know, they're teaching the right way. They're just not teaching to the fullest. Well, if that person is genuine in God and they're not teaching to the fullest, God will accept that. But that doesn't mean that he won't direct you to somebody who can teach you better. You get what I'm saying? See, this is the reason why the, why the Bible says there's, there's apostles, prophets, teachers. God knows what level to put everybody at. Some people just need a teacher. Some people, that's all they need. They just need a basic teacher, somebody who's just going to keep them in line and just, hey, look, you know, keep them remembered, pay your tithes and offering this and that, that and this. Hey, and that's fine for them. They'll make it to heaven. Others need apostles and prophets, those that are going to have God, those who need somebody to have God constantly come down, deal with them and give them the deep hidden revelations of God. You get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, the Bible tells you to search the scriptures for yourself, regardless of what kind of teacher you have, because it told you to go search to see if those things are so. So therefore, it is your job as somebody who is saved, your job as somebody in God, that after you've been taught, you're supposed to go and search the scriptures for yourself. Make sure that what they're telling you is the right thing. If you got questions, go ask them. You 
think that you, you think that your pastor is going to mind you coming asking him questions about the message? As long as you're not challenging him on it, the difference between you coming asking questions about a concern that you have because you're trying to further your knowledge and understanding of the Bible so that you can live as a better Christian, as opposed to letting Satan deal with you and you going to challenge him on what he preached. Yet again, another part of the title. Is Satan dealing with you or is God dealing with you? See, you go and you study and Satan can deal with you while you're studying the Bible and give you your own understanding. Satan can deal with you while you're studying the Bible. And it could be the exact lesson that your pastor preached. And you, when Satan winds up turning you to go and challenge that man in what he preached. Does that sound like the, the, does that sound like the spirit of God when, when the Bible says that no kingdom is divided? The kingdom of God is not divided and the kingdom of Satan isn't divided. Why would God teach you something that you don't understand and have you come and challenge him? No, if you don't understand, you can always go to the pastor and say, hey, look, I don't understand because I don't understand as opposed to I don't understand because I saw such and such, such and such. And you didn't say anything to him. You don't challenge that angel of the church you don't challenge that pastor you don't challenge people but satan will give you that understanding to do that satan will deal with you and make you feel as though you know enough when the bible says no servant is greater than his master See, when you go to church you become servants of christ and Christ tells you that your job is to become a servant over of, of, of him, the spiritual leader that he puts you under. So therefore, you're supposed to humble yourself as a child and let this person teach you. Not try to get your own revelation, not try to come up with your own philosophy, not try to come up with your own way of thinking. And then he, you present that to him. No, you're erring off in the wrong direction. But that's what Satan will have you do. See, there are many times Satan will come to me after a message and try to get me to reason or justify or try to say, hey, look, you know, God understands your heart and the Lord will understand and the Lord will forgive you. I couldn't go with that because I've seen so many other people go off in the wrong direction. Now, let's, that's not to say that I have not ever uh, listened to Satan. Yes, there was times where I failed God. Yes, there was times where I listened to the wrong spirit. Yes, there was times when I, I, I went in the wrong direction. God said, go this way, and I went in the wrong direction. There were times that I did that. I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like I'm just holier than thou. I'm not. I've made my mistakes, but here's the difference between me and a lot of other people. When the word of God came to me and revealed to me that I was doing wrong, I humbled myself and instantly went in the direction of what the word of God said. And the word of God revealed to me that you're going in this direction because Satan is dealing with you and you're allowing him to deal with you. I instantly cut that off and went in the direction of God. And then became more watchful as opposed to me just letting it happen again. I became more watchful as to what spirit I listened to. I became more watchful as to how I follow instructions. I became more watchful as to how I make sure to manage my, my comings and goings. So then this way, I can always step back and give myself time to analyze the situation and know which way am I supposed to go? Am I supposed to turn to the left or to the right? What did the word say? See, when the spirit of God is dealing with you, it's gentle. It's meek. It's humble. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not bold. It's bold too. It's very bold. But it doesn't come to you forcing you to do anything. 
God's not going to force you to do anything. He's going to tell you this is how it is. Make the choice. But when the spirit of Satan comes to you, it, it, it pushes you. It edges you on. I'll put it to you like this. Notice how doing good is something that you can blow off. It's just like, you know, it'll come to you like, man, I should, but... You kind of, you know, there's, there's times when doing good has a bit of indecisiveness. But notice how when it's, when, you know what I'm saying, when you feel as though you want to curse somebody out. Notice how when you feel as though you want to tell somebody off. Notice how when you feel as though you want to get back at somebody instantly, it's just like, oh, man, that's just like a burning desire. Like, man, oh, God, I got to, oh, I can't wait to tell this person this. That's not to say that people haven't had burning desires to do good, but you get more of a burning desire to do bad than you do to do good. Why is that? Because Satan is going to push you in that direction. Satan's nothing but an instigator. He's going to instigate a problem. He's going to instigate a situation. He's going to be that person like how, if you know, if anybody who's ever gotten a fight when they were in school... And you get everybody gather around you in the little circle and you and the person that you're going to fight, you know, just looking at each other. And you get that one person that just like they're walking in the circle. They're walking on the inside of the circle, just looking at both of you. And then they just decide to push one of you into the other one. You get what I'm saying? That's Satan. Satan is that one that's walking on the inside of the circle. It's you. Versus your flesh and Satan is walking on the inside of the circle and God's standing on the outside like you shouldn't be doing that. Oh, well, they're not listening. So, I mean, I I told them you get what I'm saying. God's not going to push it on you. God's not going to force you. God's not going to make you. God's not going to just demand it of you. He's demanded of you if 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 you want to if you're claiming salvation, yes, he demands it of you, but he's not going to force you in a way. See, Satan demands it of you in a way of forcefulness. God demands it of you in a way of take it or leave it. You get what I'm saying? God demands it of this is how it is. Bottom line, cut and dry. Satan demands it of you like I'm going to force you to do it if I can. You get what I'm saying? This is the reason why people become possessed because Satan wants to drive them. Satan wants to wants to push them so hard to get them to deceive or to get them in the wrong way or to get them following after the wrong the, the wrong spirit. God's going to come and just tell you, hey, look, the word says this. This is what I require of you. This is what I expect you to do. This is how you should do it. Now, see, a lot of times we hear the word of God. And like I said, we want to justify ourselves. We want to come up with our own righteousness. We want to come up with excuses. The Lord knows my heart. Well, he doesn't know uh, what I have to go through. Understand this. If a message is being preached to you, it's because God knows your heart. That's why he's preaching the message to you. It's because God understands what you're going through, which is why he has this person preaching the message to you. Do you get it? Do, do, Do you get what I'm saying? There's nothing that's going on that God does not know. So therefore, if the message is you, shut your mouth and accept it. Let the spirit of God deal with you. Let the spirit of God correct you. Let the spirit of God teach you. A lot of times, a lot of people mistake things for, oh, you're convicting me. You convicted yourself. You're judging me. You judged yourself. You are already judged when you did what you did. 
Nobody's trying to convict you. Nobody's trying to judge you. It's just that the Spirit of God is revealing that what you did was wrong. Repent and move on. But see, so many people, they get caught up in their feelings. They get caught up in their own frame of mind. They get caught up in their own righteousness. They get that's when they, now the justification comes. Well, 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 I wouldn't have done it if this and that, that and this. You wouldn't have also done it if you'd have just followed what the word of God said. And if you would have just followed the word of God said, you wouldn't be sitting here trying to justify yourself. You wouldn't be sitting here trying to squabble back and forth with the spirit of God. You'd just be like, Lord, I was wrong. The Bible tells us just to humble ourselves when we come before God. When we're learning of God, humble yourself. When you read your Bible, humble yourself as a little child. When the word of God is going forth orally, humble yourself as a little child. You will know if it's not the spirit of God. You will know if the teaching is kind of off or something's wrong with it. You'll know because it'll be something that's being taught that's just like, yeah, that's not right. I know that that's not right. It doesn't sound right. You get a pastor getting up there telling you it's okay to sleep around. Yeah, I think that we all know that that's wrong. You get somebody who's preaching to you and they're trying to tell you uh, 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 it's okay to do this, this, that, this, that goes against the word of God. I think you know, especially to those who quote unquote read the Bible so much, you should know everything. But for those that don't, then you need to constantly stay in contact with God and ask him to direct you to a person who can teach you. Ask him direct to direct you to a person who can lead you. Ask him to direct you to a person who, spiritually speaking, will look after you. See after your well-being. Make sure that you hear the truth of the word of God. Be taught of the word in its truth and its entirety. Not in partiality, not in we only cover the New Testament or the Old Testament. You know, no, you'll hear the entire word of God broken down to you the way that it's supposed to be broken down to you. So that then it's where you'll know what to look for when you are looking for the spirit of God to deal with you. So that then you'll know what to look for when Satan comes and tries to deal with you. See, there's some people out there that just don't know. And there's those that do know. But still go in the wrong direction. But this is the reason why there's so many people out there, everybody out there in the world, they, they have knowledge of God. I don't care if they believe in God or not. They all have knowledge of God, whether they deny it or not. But at the end of the day, it's their choice. That's part of God's love right there. He gives you the choice. But when Satan's dealing with you, he, he tries his best. He'll give you a choice. Satan gives you choices, but his choices are so limited and constricted and so like pressed to where you have. To, oh, well, I, 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 you don't really have time to think. You get what I'm saying? It's like Satan tries to hurt and make you make a decision. But in the, in the process of trying to make a decision, he tries to tilt you more towards it, making the wrong decision. He try to make it look like this is the best decision that it's within your interest. You get what I'm saying? We just got to be careful of it because Satan is out to deceive. The Bible says that Satan is out to kill, steal, and to destroy. 
It doesn't matter if you're a sinner. It doesn't matter if you're somebody that's saved. Satan is out to destroy you. He means you no good. Follow the spirit of God. The Bible tells us, it says throughout the Bible, and I ask this question throughout the Bible in many different ways. It says, choose you this day, life or death. Sometimes it was a question. Sometimes it was a statement. But it said, choose. Why would you want to die? Why would you want to go in the wrong direction? Why would you want to wind up with the wrong uh, 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 outcome? You done worked all this much, so much in life. And the Bible says all this that we have is vanity. All this natural stuff, the houses, the cars, the clothes, the money, the wives, the husbands, the children, all of that is vanity. The Bible says that the only thing that you have that's worth anything is what you do in God. Don't justify yourself with God. Don't make excuses. God does know your heart and he wants your heart to be right. Which is why he sends people like me, people like my pastor, Prophet Willie C. Townsend, other holy apostles and prophets and teachers who have a deep passion to deliver the word of God, to make sure that it gets out in the right way, to make sure that the truth of the word of God gets out so that the people aren't deceived and be led in the right direction. This is me, Reverend Lyle Lewis, the pain fighter, signing off yet one more time. If you want to check me out, you can email me at Lewis at yahoo.com, Lewis at gmail.com. Uh, check me out on Facebook, Lucky Lyle Lewis. Um, I'm still working on YouTube pages and all that other kind of stuff. I'm getting things rolling. It's a slow process, but trust me, when I get out there, I'm, 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 I'm going to be out there. You'll, you'll see it. So just keep looking for me, you know, my progress is slow, but, you know, I'm making I'm making a lot of behind the scenes progress. So just know that I'll be I'll be doing bigger things very soon. So just stay tuned and I'll see you guys later. God bless.